On today's Locked On Texans show, the NFL released the 2022 schedule. So we dive into an early look at the first and second half of the season. And then, of course, we end off with our game-by-game -game season predictions. Cody, it's Friday. Let's start the countdown off right. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to a Friday edition of the Locked On Texan Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Johnson Sports Guy Hickman, joined by Cody Davis of Sports Illustrated. And it's Friday, guys. You guys, mm. a, lot, a lot of people, Cody, were anxiously waiting for the schedule releasings uh shout out to the dallas cowboys and to the la Chargers. their social media team really <laughs> killed it in terms of revealing who they play for this upcoming season but we're here to talk the houston texans from week one through eight the coats broncos bears chargers jaguars raiders titans week six the Houston Texans do have a bye. I thought that was a little bit earlier than what I was expecting. Yes. Um, and at this current time, the Houston Texans, the 2022 strength of schedule is sitting at a 48 percentile based off last year's winning. And so what Cody and I want to do is take an early look at the first half of the schedule, which is week one through eight. Look at our toughest games and the games that we may think will be the most exciting. And then we'll follow up in the second half talking about the rest of the schedule. But, Cody, for you, week one through eight, exciting, toughest. Who you got? <sighs> for the toughest, I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. Second game of the season, week two, because that is going to be Russell Wilson's first game with that team inside Denver is going to be their home opener. And a, a, a lot of times I just feel like the opposing team is always at a disadvantage in terms of their home opener. As a matter of fact, week one against the Houston Texans, that could that that could be a winnable game because this will mark, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the 14th time in franchise history the Houston Texans had an opportunity to open the game at home. And they have a winnable, winnable record. I believe they had strung up a total of eight wins for their season opener. And when I take a look at Russell Wilson, I take a look at the Denver Broncos. Yes, I understand. One of their wide receivers are in trouble in Jerry Judy. However, they still got Cortland Sutton. And I just feel like the atmosphere, the energy, that that stadium, everybody's going to be excited to finally get a real quarterback, arguably the first real quarterback since Peyton Manning retired in 2016. And I think the Denver Broncos are going to try their hardest to start the season off strong because they are in the AFC West. And that is going to be one crazy division. And I think... Given the Broncos schedule, I had an opportunity to see some of the opponents they had early up front. As a matter of fact, they actually opened the season against the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. So I think Russell Wilson alone, he's going to have an opportunity to get back to the player that we all know and love during his time in Seattle. That's, I think, is going to be the toughest. However, in terms of the most 
exciting, entertaining. I'm looking at that week eight match against the Tennessee Titans only because if Ryan Tannehill start the season off kind of slow, you're looking at a possibility that that might be Malik Willis' first game as a starting quarterback for that organization. And we all know what he had to say about how it's not his job to be a mentor to Willis. And, and, and Ryan Tannehill, I truly believe he is feeling the heat because we all know he threw what? three or four interceptions in that playoff game. And, you know, it, it seems like his time in Tennessee is, is coming to an end. If he start off pretty slow and the Tennessee Titans are looking for a change because I do believe the AFC South is going to be a little bit more competitive this year. However, I still will consider Tennessee to be the best team. If they just feel like they just need to shake up a, a, a minor change under center, Malik Malik Willis, starting quarterback, Tennessee Titans, NFL debut against the Houston Texans week eight. I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm looking at toughest games, right? We're talking about toughest game. You know, we kick off the season with the Colts, division rival, right? Matt Ryan, you look at the possibility of the quarterback situation may be better because Matt Ryan could be in a situation where I think he has some crazy number when the running back rushes over uh, 100 yards. His, his numbers, when, yeah. when, when total wilds is crazy, like a lot, a little, right? And so, I.E. 2016 Atlanta Falcons. Right. A lot MVP. a little. <laughs> uh, you got the Broncos with Russell Wilson, and you mentioned everything that's going on with Jerry Judy. Uh, the Bears, the Chargers, the Jaguars, the Raiders, and the Titans. But I look at the most toughest, Cody. Only two of these teams made the playoffs last season. So we got to start off with the two toughest teams, right? And mm-hmm. I look at the Las Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr, who was top five in passing mm-hmm. yards. Uh, Devontae Adams, they just acquired this offseason. Top three in receiving yards. They still have Darren Waller. They still have Hunter Winfro. And so now I'm looking at the offense under Josh McDaniels, who may have learned how to be more of a head coach, you know, this offense may be potent and is exactly what a Derek Carr needed. And then I look at the most exciting. I got to see Trevor Lawrence play football under Doug Peterson. I got to see that, right? And that comes – uh, one, two, three, four, five. That comes week five. The Texans take on the Jacksonville ja- Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, and I just think year two, no Urban Meyer, a quarterback, I'm sorry, head coach that understands the NFL and what it takes. Cody, I look at the Jacksonville Jaguars game, which happens before the Tennessee Titans game. Like You picking Tennessee makes 100% sense. But I got to see what Trevor Lawrence can do away Hmm. from Urban Meyer. And I wanted to go with the uh, Chargers, but uh, I, I got to see what Coach Staley can do with L.A. They lost a turn of games last season, uh, fourth quarter collapses, blown fourth quarter leads. Uh, you know, the fourth down that he was losing games on and Coach Staley got to see that. But the Chargers are another team where they added Khalil Mack. They got hmm. better on both sides of the ball. Uh, how could you not like want to see that team play football? But overall, I think the toughest of these, uh, the first eight weeks, 
the Raiders are the team that I'm looking at the Texas and I'm saying, hey, you better be on your P's and Q's if you expect to have a fighting chance in that game. And I don't want to turn this into a whole one-on-one battle, but in terms of other games that I'm excited for, especially for these for the first eight games of the season, I cannot wait to see how Davis Mills is going to perform against Justin Fields. And, of course, the guy you just mentioned, Trevor Lawrence. Because, John, you and I just talked about this. The disrespect that Davis Mills has to be feeling like we can go back and forth about this all day long. Matt Jones, you know, say what you want about him playing with the New England Patriots. You know, it's the system, system quarterback, whatever the case might be. You got to give respect where, where, where respect is due. He was by far the best rookie quarterback last year. But in terms of the second best rookie quarterback, Davis Mills' name should be in the running. And once again, we just talked about this. It doesn't make sense where you look at second-year quarterbacks. Either they leave his name off the list or he is not listed at all. I'm pretty sure Davis Mills might be circling those games and thinking to himself, I'm going to show them why. I am, if not the second best, the best second-year quarterback in the National Football League. I think right now some of the betting odds are out for Houston, whether they win over under four-and-a-half games for for next season. I do want to mention that the Houston Texans do have one primetime game. They have another Thursday night football against Philly. They also have three three o'clock games this upcoming season, and so – for Houston, they get another opportunity, the national stage, to play mm. some football. Maybe this year will be a whole lot different than what we saw last year. And that Philly game will come week nine. Again, that, that is a Thursday night football game. Our partners over at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Look, guys, you can find all of the latest odds, all of the latest news and sports developments including this year's basketball playoffs, the MLB scores, and fights, even next season's NFL features. Futures, excuse me. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and much more. So head to the website today, right now. And if you're not at a computer, use your mobile device. You can learn more about all of the trends and actions over at Bet Online because you know, simply Bet Online is really where the game starts. Welcome back in, Locked On Texans listeners and viewers out there. Cody and I are here to discuss the second half of the 2022 season <laughs> from week nine through 18. The season, the schedule goes as follows uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. The Giants, the Washington Commanders. It's so hard remembering to say Commanders. I think I used to say a football team. Uh, the <laughs> Dolphins, the Browns, <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Titans, the Jaguars, and the Colts. And those last three games are all division games, AFC South matchups. I think that's going to be very uh, exciting and if we're going to look at, we're going to continue to trend, right? We're going to look at the most exciting and, and the toughest and look at some of it. Before we look at all that, Cody, I will like to say that there are three three-week stretches for Houston 
where if we're going based off last season, uh, their opponents in those three weeks, they have an opportunity to steal a couple of these games, right? I'm I looking at the Giants, the Washington Commanders, and the Dolphins in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Last year's records, they all combined for 20 and 31. Now I'm looking at the Colts, the Broncos, the Bears. To open up the season, their record last year combines for 22 and 29. And then the Chargers, Jaguars, and Raiders right before that um, – right before the, the Tennessee Titans matchup, the first Tennessee Titans matchups, that record from last year is 22-29 and 29 as well. The Jaguars sit at 3-14 and 14 from last year. The Giants sit at 4-13 from last season. And the Bears sit at 6-11 and 11 from last season. So they do have some favorable matchups on this schedule as of last – based off last season's record, win and loss record. But if we're looking at the second half, Cody, to continue the trend of Tough games, most exciting games. I think that the Browns is the most <laughs> exciting game on this year's schedule, right? Oh, man. You can make a case that if Deshaun Watson is actually played, it could be the most exciting and toughest, right? A lot of people scrutinize Deshaun Watson for, for going to the Cleveland Browns. They claimed it was a money grab. Uh, but if we can be honest, this is a championship-ready roster right? on both sides of the ball. Last year, the biggest complaint for that Cleveland Brown franchise was Baker Mayfield at the quarterback position. That won't happen this year. I think that's the most exciting game in terms of anticipating the ret- return of the bot. <laughs> Watson. Uh, and, and, and I think the NRG Stadium will be – completely electrifying. Ooh, I think that's that energy, you're going to be able to feel it walking down Kirby. You're going to be able to feel it at the Burger King across the street. You're going to be able to feel it at Chacho's. I'm, I'm naming all Houston uh, places. But you're going Can't to say lefties. Can't say lefties. <laughs> Lefty got shut down. You're going to be able to feel it by the fiesta by lefties. You're going to be able to feel that energy and I think that will be undoubtedly the most exciting game, the most anticipated game of the entire mm-hmm. year. And I will also throw in the game right after that. Uh, the, the Browns, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, Titans, Jaguars, Coast. The Browns, the Cowboys. The Browns, like, you guys hear what I'm saying? There's a lot of room to be excited. There's going to be a lot of fights. Get ready for fights uh, when the Dallas Cowboys play the Texans. But overall, I think that when I look at the second half of the season, yeah, I go with the Browns and the Cowboys, the two most exciting games. And if I would have to pick a team that I think would be the toughest after the Browns, uh, the Chiefs followed by the Eagles. The Eagles now have A.J. Brown. It was a playoff team last season. But you have to look at the – Kansas City Chiefs is another team where it's just like, you know, you know that Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and them boys going to come with it. Yeah, and, I mean, there's not much I can really add on to this, John. I mean, to give my thoughts about the toughest game, it's not even the toughest game. It's just this is going to be the toughest three-week schedule for the Houston Texans. To repeat after you, the Browns, the Cowboys – and the, Chiefs. and the Chiefs. And look, we all know 
the storyline going on with Deshaun and the Texans. That's going to that's one of the most anticipated games of the whole entire NFL season. Um, then, then the following week, you play the Dallas Cowboys inside AT and T Stadium. Texans, Cowboys, it doesn't matter if both teams are great, if one team is sorry, one team is good, or both teams are sorry. They always give you some of the most entertaining games. And then the week after that, you're playing against the Kansas City Chiefs, and this is basically going to be a playoff tulip game for Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City because we know at that time we would start to get a sense on, you know, which teams are in the playoffs, which teams are hanging on by a thread, which teams are going to be out. Hopefully the Texans still have something to play for come week 15, but that three-week stretch is going to be very brutal. In terms of the most exciting game, I would like to go with week nine against the Philadelphia Eagles primetime. And I say that because if there if there are, and once again, I kind of hate to turn this into a one-on-one battle, but if there are two quarterbacks who can solidify themselves as not just the starting quarterback for 2022 or, you know, we're going to hold on to you for another year in 2023. No, if there are two quarterbacks in this league who has an opportunity this season to prove to an organization that they are actually franchise quarterbacks, of course it's Davis Mills and it's Jalen Hurts. Plain and simple. And I think that week nine match is going to be a quarterback duel between two young quarterbacks who are trying to showcase that they are more than a, how can I put this? I don't want to say bridge quarterback, but I was trying trying to use something a little bit better than a bridge quarterback. But at the end of the day, sometimes you got to call it what it is. And, you know, that's what people are, you know, looking at these two quarterbacks are glorified bridge quarterbacks. But, John, I mean, second half of the season, you know, after the bye week, that is going to be the most anticipated. Oh, by the way, I do want to mention this as well. In terms of quarterbacks who are going to try to go out there and showcase what they can do, trying to hold on to that starting job, I got to throw in two as well. Daniel Jones as well. Uh, uh, Daniel Jones as well. That's another one. So it seems like the second half of the season, we're going to get a lot of quarterbacks best games because you got guys like Hurst, Tua, Jones who are going to be trying to hold on to that starting job for the foreseeable future. And then you got guys like Dak Prescott, Patrick Mahomes, who guys who are probably going to be getting ready for the playoffs, you know, and then of course, you know, there's the game against number four where it's like, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, regardless how you feel about them, we know how damn good Deshaun Watson is on the football field. So you know, I, I like the game, the um, the implications around the uh, Philadelphia Eagle game because we mm-hmm. can call that the Deshaun didn't want me bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Deshaun ain't want the Texans or the Eagles. You know, here's a, here's a quick tidbit. You mentioned the Eagles, right? Got to look at Daniel Jones for the New York Giants. I think he's a quarterback. And yeah, shout out about him. Locked on Giants. Uh, shout out to Patricia that's covering the Giants for the Locked on Giants um, podcast. Like he's a quarterback that question marks, question marks. You also look at the Washington Commanders, a team that just traded for the guy that Matt Ryan replaced in uh, <laughs> Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, your boy. So, like, they come on the second half of the schedule 
Eagles, Giants, Washington Commanders, NFC East, right? And so we know that that's one of the most, in terms of how you can describe it, a bloody type of division. Like they scratch and claw for every win, right? Every single year, it seems like. So they're going to be a tough division. They got to kick it off with, with, with all three teams. They end with the, uh, with the Cowboys after they play the Browns. I'll say this. The Texans' second half of this season is going to show where coaching, character, toughness, and overall how much talent they really have on that roster is really there, right? And so the hmm. second half is going to be one of those halves where they may get scrutinized a lot. We're going to come back before we get out of here with, excuse me, our rapid-fire game-by-game predictions Winning out, winning lost predictions that you guys know, Cody. If you know Cody, he's gonna say some crazy win amount. Um, that's just what he does. No, no, but you gotta give me credit. Last year, last I said year I could see them winning five, and they won four. Thank you. Close to five. Hey, but Cody, imagine dipping your finger into the plastic tub of birthday cake frosting, and then opening your eyes and realizing. That was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein worth a snack. This is what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built Bar. I just received my birthday cake puffs. And honestly, guys, I have never had anything like this before in terms of a healthy treat and snack. They're available right now. And listen, can't promise they'll be available tomorrow. So go and check it out today at built.com. And again, when we talk about built bars, what are we talking about? We're talking about bars that are always going to be covered in 100% real chocolate, a variety of different flavors. And honestly, the best healthy snack on the market. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order today. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks for making Locked On Texans your first listen every day. Now make Locked On NFL your second listen. We know that the schedule is out. A lot of great talking points. And on top of that, the NFL never stops and neither does the Locked On NFL team. Get insight and opinions from hosts, including Ross Jackson, Chris Carter, and Tony Wiggins, plus local Locked On NFL hosts repping all 32 squads. There's no offseason for real fans. You're a real fan. I'm a real fan. Cody's a real fan. We're all real fans. And so all of our real fans, make sure you subscribe to the Locked On NFL on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Cody, it's time to go through all 18 weeks, (laughs) looking at all 17 games. Let's break it up. Let's break it up between uh, the first half and the second half. Coats to open up the season for the Houston Texans. And by the way, again, the Texans do have a week six bye. But the Coats open it up week one at home for the Houston Texans. The Texans are 2-0 and versus the Colts at home in home openers during their franchise history. This is a game where when it's all said and done, I can see the Houston Texans coming out victorious. Yeah, and I do agree. And by the way, John, um, I do want to mention this as well. As I said, it seems like for the opposing team, being the 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 home team's first 
opponent home opener new season the houston texans they have played 13 games week one inside nrg stadium and they are eight and five and i think that is going to improve to nine and five this year then i'm just going to go ahead and rapid fire and finish off this first half broncos i think that'll be an l uh you guys don't understand how great i think russell wilson is as a quarterback and if jerry judy is on the field i think that the offense would be explosive i think this offense would be pretty damn good without jerry judy on the field as well so i look at that as an l the chicago bears are one of those teams where i'm not sure what they did in the offseason to get better and so i think the houston texans could possibly beat the Chicago Bears. In the first three weeks, I got the Texans at this time 2-1 based off what I saw last season and this offseason. The Chargers. Now, this is a team I'm, I, I always fall for the Chargers hype. Not too confident in Coach Staley right now, but I think that they're going to be too much offensively. I think that the Texans lose that game. The first Jacksonville Jaguars game of the season this is a game that I picked the Houston Texans to win at this time. The Raiders, I think that'll be an L for the Texans and for the Titans the first go-round. I think at this time, uh, Ryan Tannehill will still be the quarterback. And so I'm going to pick the Tennessee Titans over the Houston Texans. And so if I'm adding all of this up correctly, one, two, three, four, one, two, two three the texans could possibly start the season off four and three well like i just mentioned i do have the houston texans kicking off their regular season with a win against the indianapolis Colts. and by the way john i don't think you and i are going to be too far off in terms of win-loss records because i have the houston texans Losing against the Broncos, beating the Bears, losing against the Chargers, beating the Jacksonville Jaguars, losing against the Raiders. However, I do have the Houston Texans beating the Tennessee Titans, and I have them sitting at 4-3 and three as of right now. And I do want to apologize. I have the Houston Texans sitting at 3-4 and four, uh, with the Tennessee Titans beating the Texans. That will give them three wins and four losses. Looking at the second half of the season, Starting with the Eagles, I got that as an L for the Houston Texans. I have uh, the, the the New York Giants as a dub, the Washington Commanders as an L. The Dolphins is one of those games where it's a toss-up. But if I'm going off based off last season and if Tua took a lowest to the quarterback, I think that's a game that the Texans can win. So I have a dub for the Texans there. I got the Browns, Cowboys, and Chiefs all losses. I got a win against the Tennessee Titans in the second half of the season. I got a L for the Jaguars for the Texans in the second half of the season. And I got a L for the Colts in the second half of the season as well. So one, two, three. That comes out to three and seven in the second half of the year. Uh, six and 14. Not six to 14, I'm sorry. Uh, six and 11 overall. The reason why I'm laughing because I thought you and I, for the first time, will actually be close in record, John. I know I'm going to get killed in the comments, but I don't care. I have them beating the Philadelphia Eagles. I have them beating the New York Giants. I have them beating Washington. And I also have them beating Miami. However, I do believe they will go on a three-game losing streak. Actually, a four-game losing streak um, with the Browns, Cowboys, Chiefs, and Titans. I think those four are going to be really hard for the Houston Texans. However, I do have them 
closing out the season on the two-game win streak. And as of right now, <laughs> I have the Houston Texans at 10-7. 10-7. <laughs> Which, by the way, by the way, I was one of a of literally a handful of people who said that they are going to win more than two games last year. I put them at five. They won four. I don't know. Like, John, I understand it. Ten and seven is a stretch. However, if there is one game I could flip, I think the toss-up is going to be the Eagles. But when I take a look at games between week 10 and week 12 against the Giants, Washington, and Dolphins, I truly do believe that is when we are really going to see what the future of the Houston Texans will look like because I really do think all three of those games are winnable. Yeah. Yeah, and right now when I look at the second half of the season, kicked off with the Eagles, you know, I just think that these are genuinely uh, – the wins that I have for Houston – uh, and again, I think the Dolphins is a toss-up. I'm giving it to Houston, um, but the I'm sorry, the losses I have for Houston are against teams that are just either going to be much better put together roster-wise. And when I look at the Jags and the Colts to end off the year, I have the Texans beating both of those in the first half. I think by the second half of the year, by the time that they play, both of those franchises will be in just better shape than Houston in terms of coaching and talent out on the field. And I think mm-hmm. that this is where we may see Justin, uh, Justin, but Trevor Lawrence actually be able to get it right. And so that's why I have it as an L for both of those games. However, those are another two games, especially the Jacksonville Jaguars, where I can flip a coin and, and say, well, I feel like they can win it. And I also feel like they can lose it. So, uh, But total right now, uh, I have the Texans at 6-11. and 11. Hmm. I haven't tenant like I said, I, I haven't ten and, and seven, but like you just mentioned, a lot of these games are toss up and they can go either way. But you know me. I, I like to think positivity. So you know, I'm gonna say the Houston Texans are going to win. <laughs> yeah, and I have the reality stone. Thank you guys for checking out today's episode of the Locked On Texan podcast. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans. Continue to run those YouTube numbers up. Like, comment, and subscribe. And I am actually back on Twitter officially with John underscore Hickman12. I lost my Twitter account, got hacked, but I'm back. So go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. Happy overreaction day.